the Saudi football podcast by Arab News. I'm Peter Redding and as always with me is Arab News sports editor Ali Khalid. Uh, This week we look back on a week of Saudi Pro League and King's Cup action while our man on the ground Khalid Al-Arafa tells us about another goal-filled classic that he covered this week where he got to speak to the man himself Cristiano Ronaldo. But let's start with you Ali, Uh, SPL action. What were the highlights of this week for you? Hi, Pete. Good to be back. Um, well, I mean, there's just been so many games with, uh, you know, the start of the AFC Champions League, obviously, obviously all the uh, SPL matches, and then um, the cup competition, the King's Cup started as well. So, yeah, it seems like we've got matches every day. Uh, in fact, our last show came in the middle of the seventh round of the SPL, you know, that yeah. if, uh, we were halfway through it. Uh, so we'd already discussed wins by the leaders and champions that Al-Ittihad, and high-flying Ittifak, as well as Hilal's disappointing 1-1 draw at Tamak, you know, he said, you know, still no goals for Neymar. Uh, but really, all eyes were on the latest Saudi Classico between Al Nasser and Hilal, another Riyadh versus Jeddah derby. You know, we spoke about that. We thought we were quite excited about it. We thought it would be a big game, and it did not disappoint at all. Um, we let Khaled Al-Arafa, who was there, um, as Cristiano and Taliska led Al Nasser to a brilliant 4 3 win. Uh, another 4 3 win. Uh, we'll let Khaled take it from here. Hi, Ali. Hi, Peter. How are you guys? Let me tell you about the match that I covered this week. It was between uh, Al Nasser and Al Ahli, one of the best classicals so far, including, of course, the other classical that was between Al Ittihad and Al Hilal a couple of weeks ago. This match, as well, with a lot of goals in Al Awal Park. The stadium was packed, both teams were ready, none of the stars was uh, missing. So we were expecting an interesting match and it was really interesting match. Cristiano Ronaldo scored two goals, uh, Taliska scored another two goals for Nasser, Al-Ahli's player. They were fighting until the end of the match, but they just couldn't do it. Uh, Nasser took the three points, I interviewed Cristiano Ronaldo after the match for the flash interview. And he said, we knew that Al-Ahli is so strong, that's why we... We try to do our best to control the match and to win the three points. And this is the most important thing, always winning the game. And he said, I'm sure that the fans enjoyed the, the match with a lot of goals. And Ali, you know, when you interview Cristiano Ronaldo, you just want to give him all these questions in your head. Watching a guy, he's almost 30 years old, playing like this, giving every single match 100%. gives you an idea to ask him, what kind of passion does he have for this game? And he just said, I love it. I love football. And I'm here to help my team. I'm here to win games, to score goals. No matter how old they say I am, I will continue to play until my leg says, stop, Cristiano. So uh, look what kind of passion he has for the game. Uh, that was my coverage for that, for that match. And I'm telling you, it was really one of the best matches so far. Hoping uh, to talk to you guys next episode with another interesting match as well. Back to you, Ali. Brilliant stuff, as always. Uh, Ali, got to say, these big, big matches, they're living up to all expectations, aren't they? 
They are. I mean, you know, uh, we remember the opening day of the season, Al-Ahli's 3-1 win, Firmino scoring that hat-trick. And it's been, you know, there's been like great matches every week since then. Uh, you know, we heard Khaled there referencing Al-Hilal's 4-3 win over Al-Ittihad earlier this season. Um, <clears throat> great entertainment, you know, being served up uh, by, you know, all, all the top clubs, you know, with, with all these with this influx of players, you know, they really haven't disappointed. Most of them really have delivered. Uh, but also, let's not forget Altaun. You know, Pete, you and I spoke about this uh, a few weeks ago as well. You know, they're massively exceeding expectations. They're sitting in third place with 16 points, only two points behind the leader that had great stuff from them. Brilliant. And just goals, goals galore, uh, which is which is absolute, you know, and, 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 and crowds, massive crowds going. It's, it's fantastic. Listen, midweek saw King's Cup action, uh, and it seems the big boys, indeed the majority of SPL clubs, they had little trouble progressing from the round of 32. Yeah, I mean, we didn't really expect any shocks, no. and there were no big shocks, uh, Pete. You know, the SPL clubs, uh, you know, overcame lower league opposition, yeah, with varying degrees of difficulty. <clears throat> um, uh, you know, uh, Etifak, Shabab, Altawan and Hazem uh, on, on, on the Sunday night, they all, they all progressed. Uh, uh, Steven Gerrard's Etifak defeated the 4-3. You know, Gianni Wijnaldum scored again. Uh, Musa Dembele scored twice. Mohamed al Kuwaiti. You know, he's a recurring theme in this, uh, yeah, in this part, yeah. of the, part of the world. Yeah, I mean, he's, uh, you know, it's, it, was, it, was, it was a great win for it. In fact, they're really playing well, you know. Uh, Gerard's got them playing some good stuff. Um, al Shabab won, you know. Al Shabab, you know, have had up and down season, but they beat Baton 2 1. Al Dawan, again, who we mentioned, uh, we just mentioned, uh, mm. uh, they beat First Division Al Qadisiyah, who are being coached by uh, former Liverpool star Robbie Fowler. They beat them yep. 2-0. Uh, and uh, in, in last of Sunday's matches, Al-Hazm beat Al-Arabi. So it was a cl- uh, they beat Al-Arabi 3-1. Clean sweep by the uh, SPL clubs. Uh, the following day, <clears throat> boy, um, Al-Nasr and Al-Hilal both played. Uh, and they both obviously progressed. But in different styles. You know, Al-Nasr, even without Cristiano, they they cruised you know, to a 5 win. Did, did they rest him, Ali? Yes. He was rested. Uh, it was not uh, for any other reason. Uh, it was just uh, taking time off. You know, I think quite right in a, a game they sure. expected to win. They ran out five-one uh, winners over Ahad, uh, but uh, Al Hilal struggled slightly. You know, they they came they they defeated Al Jabalain, who was also from the first division. They only beat them one 0 So you know they they they're you know after after a good start to the season, you know. They seem to have gone off the boil a little bit, you know. A few draws and and this like a slender win in the cup. Uh, the only really, the only match you could call a, a bit of a shock, uh, Peter, was uh, uh, SPL team Al Ride losing to First Division Al Najma. Yeah. They lost two one. Uh, you know, not one of the bigger games, you know. But but that's that's the only SPL team that lost. And uh, you know, Damak progress. Uh, Damak progressed. They beat uh, uh, Kaisuma two uh, one. So you know. All in all, I think uh, an easy round for the for the top tier clubs. Just coming back to Al Halal, you've got to say you, you said that they struggled uh, against Al Jabalin, uh, and they're just sort of not really on the boil at the moment. Uh, still no goals for Neymar. Yeah, still no goals. I mean, it's uh, it, it was it was strange. Like when he made he made his debut in that six one win uh, a few weeks ago, and Al Dawsari scored a hat trick, and Salam Al Dawsari scored a hat trick. And when 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 Al Dawsari 
there was a penalty and Adasso was stepping up to take it. You know, a lot of fans actually wanted Neymar to take it. There was even a few boos, you know. And I wonder if like that would have like changed, you know, like uh, <clears throat> his fortunes, you know, had, had he scored like a, a good early goal uh, or like what, regardless that it was a penalty, you know, maybe just got off the mark. And I, I, I don't expect it to become too much of an issue, but I think between the amount of time that, you know, he spent on the pitch and the, time, the amount of time he spent off the pitch. You know, he has been injured and he's, he's missed a few matches mm. here and there. That uh, it, it just hasn't happened for him yet. But, uh, yeah, we, we I mean, I expect that to change soon. It's, it's a funny one, though, isn't it, with that penalty scenario around the world, whether in Saudi or, or any league globally. I don't think a coach likes to see a, a penalty being handed over to, to somebody else if that designated taker is is there yeah exactly i mean in, in this particular case you know salam dosri has been on 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 penalty duties and and in this particular case you know he was the one up for for getting a hat trick as well you know i mean sometimes you see the other the scenario the other way around you know if somebody's on a hat trick they'll say oh you know they'll try and get the ball off the usual it was you know you know everything pointed to Salim Adosri, except the fans, of course, wanted Neymar. Um, <laughs> of course, and, you know, the, the, even a few boos for like uh, one of uh, Al Hilal's greatest servants, uh, Adosri. So that's quite funny. But yeah, it's just you just wonder like had he gotten uh, you know a goal in that match, which they won six one. Um, you know, would, would it have you know, kicked him on? Yeah, I can see where you're coming because from. because it was it was the games after that that Al Hilal have. I don't want to say struggled, but like haven't been like on fire. There's been a couple of draws in the league. There was that slender win in uh, in the Champions League, and now another, you know, very tight one nil um, uh, in the Kings Cup. So, yeah, we'll wait and see. But we've got a big game coming up this week. Yeah, and I'm sure when it arrives, Neymar's first goal will be greeted with fireworks. Literally. Okay, it brings us to this week's special guest. Today is Middle East football expert and Arab news contributor, John Juden. John, welcome to the show. How are you? Very well, thank you, Peter. It's uh, great to be here. John, Good. hi. We've been talking over the last few weeks about, um, you know, not so much a fixture pileup, but all these different competitions that have come through. You know, obviously we had, uh, we had the Champions League start. We had uh, a full program over three days uh, in the SPL last week. Then we had the Kings Cup uh, matches, and now obviously we're going back into uh, the SPL. You know, we, we we've concentrated a bit on Al Hilal and their troubles. I mean, they went through a good period this season, but their form seems to have tailed off. Again, we you've spoke a lot about they had a fixture pile up last year with the Club World Cup and Champions League. What do you, what's your views on Al Hilal so far this season? Yeah, well, I think we have to remember there's been so many changes, especially at Hillel, in bringing in kind of six, you know, big name players who pretty much always start if they're fit. You know, and people in important central positions as well. But yeah, last season, uh, definitely the case that getting to the final of the Club World Cup and the final of the Champions League really cost their league form um, with injuries and just fatigue. Um, I'm sure if without that, it would have been much closer at the top. Um, but I think it's also interesting, even this season, the the Arab Club Champions Cup, or called the, Sing, the King Salman Club Cup, the final was on a Saturday between um, Hilal and Nasir. But the, the season started two days later, the league season. So this, even from the beginning, it's a tough thing. But I guess for many teams in a similar situation, you've got three big teams, you know, Itiad, Nasir and uh, Hilal in the Champions League. Um, 
so they'll all have the same situation. But I think Hillel will will get there in the end because um, the quality of the players he brought in, you know, it's just a very very impressive like Neves and I think it's a great player and it's really get better and better and Savic as well. And the understanding should improve as the season goes on. But for sure, the, the team that handles the, the, the tough schedule the best, you know, is going to have a big advantage. Yeah, I mean, um, you know, you just mentioned the, uh, the King Salman Cup. Al Nasser have, in a way, been the opposite of Al Hilal. You know, they had a really bad start to the season. They lost their first two matches. But since then, they've been flying. You know, Cristiano is playing very well. Sadio Mani started scoring goals. Uh, and, you know, they started climbing up the table. Um, so that they're, they've got the sort of, you know, it, the King's Cup seems to have affected them at the start, but they've recovered since then. How do you see their uh, recent form? Yeah, um, very interesting. I think you're right. The start of the season, they look quite poor and very disjointed and a bit concerned for the new coach after losing the first two league games of the season. Um, and it seemed like things could go quite badly quite quickly. But the way they come back, and Ronaldo's really just been uh, amazing, not just with his goals, but the way he's been driving the team on. He did that last season, but this is this season especially. It's just it's been impressive to see. I mean, a player who's won everything um, at his age, just a will to win and the will for other players to be as good as they can be is really something to see. And uh, they say Mane's improving, settling into Talisca's now scoring goals again. And going forward, especially, they look a really, really good team. I think it's still issues at the back, but five wins on the trot. And now they're in the title race when it could have been a bit different. And I think um, with Ronaldo's will to win and his experience of winning, and Brozovic, I think, as well, in, in the middle, is a kind of very, very calming presence. Um, they have a real chance. And I think it's it's the best thing for the league, really. You've got three or four teams who actually could become champions. And it's not that many leagues around around the world that, you can say that, and uh, especially when you right. throw in, as we mentioned, the Champions League and you know international breaks where he'll have a lot of a lot of players playing for the national team, and you got a lot of new players in the league as well, new coaches. So it's very very interesting. You're not you don't know what's going to happen when you get to kind of the, the last five six seven games of the season when you know the pressure's on and and um you know any team could be in there. And it's very, even like Altawan, it's some fantastic Altawan with a team. You know last season. Did really well. I mean, they showed they could beat the big teams. A lack a bit of consistency, but now look at them. Now they're right up there, and then it's going to be fantastic to see how how they get on. Fascinating, I should say. Um, and they can keep going. That really, really would be, I think, fantastic for the league and uh, as well as around the world. People can see it's not just about buying the, the bigger stars, but how you put a team together. Yeah, I mean, John, uh, you just mentioned not about just about buying the big stars. However, I mean, you just mentioned Cristiano and how he's driving the team on. You know, not quite happening for Neymar so far. No, um, I mean, I mean, I, I don't watch that much of Neymar in the, uh, as a rule, but I was quite surprised to see how deep he's, he's playing. Sometimes he's, he's coming back to get the ball. I just wonder maybe um, he's not quite found his role in the team and where he's going to play and what he should be doing. Um, I have a feeling he might score in the Riyad Derby against Yabab. I think it's, it's going to come soon because I've seen him play a few times for Brazil in the past and he's just a fantastic player. Uh, you just wonder, is he on the same wavelength as, as his teammates at the moment? And does the coach really know where to play him, how to get the best out of him? But um, if he gets more of the ball, maybe spends a bit more time around the box, surely he's going to get lots and lots of goals because he's just you know world-class and I think, Maybe he's even a bit underestimated, I think, but I've seen him play for Brazil. It's just sometimes out of this world. Yeah. 
Uh, John, we've uh, we want to ask you like who has caught your eye. You know, like Peter and I, we're quite big fans of Al Ahly uh, on this show. You know, we 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 love their forward line. Peter and I have been talking about this for a few weeks now. We love that forward line. Obviously, Tifak as well. You know, really, uh, I wouldn't say overachieving, but you know, playing really well. Um, so what do you think of those two clubs who obviously play each other and uh, and who else has caught your eye uh, in the opening weeks of the season? Well, Ali, you're right. I mean, just to watch them go forward, it's just that forward line. Marez is a beautiful player and Sam Maximan, I'm sure Peter knows well. Um, I see, you see him in the Premier League just doing, you know, every time he gets the ball, you wonder what's going to happen now. It's going to be, it's going to be exciting. He just makes things happen. And um, Firmino is a player who just, you know, scores goals and is a great team player. And, um, I think this season, Al Ali don't have the Champions League, but it might be a bit soon for them to really challenge for the title. But they're showing that you know they can get the, they've got the fans behind them, the great fans down there in Chadar, and uh, it's be very exciting to see how well they can do, and it'd be great to see them get back to the Champions League at least, and that should be the target, I think. Um, it's a fact, you know, again a little bit up and down, but again right up there is I think for many many people. Especially in the UK, very interested to see how you know Steven Gerrard can really, if he does a good job, uh, it's in fact can really kind of get his coaching reputation right back up there and uh, show people he can build a team. But I think people underestimate what a big culture change it is for a coach as well as the players come to Saudi Arabia and play, not just Saudi Arabia, anywhere else in, in Asia. I mean, it's very difficult for players to have played all their lives in England or France or wherever to come to a place like Saudi Arabia where the football culture is very different. The culture off the pitch is very different and it takes time and people don't really realise how difficult it can be. So I think um, it's people like and Henderson as well. Jordan Henderson talks about this a little bit, so hot as well in the beginning, and it's tough. Um, I think the, the team to watch, and we haven't really talked about it yet, is Itiad, who I think who have been, apart from 10 minutes of madness when they, against Al-Hilal, when they let that lead slip, have been almost perfect this season. The, you know, from the, the one team in the same coach, you know, in in place, and he seems to be a perfect manager for Etihad, and uh, everyone knows what they're doing, and they're at the top of the league, um, they know how to win, they've got a great defence, and they are the team to beat, I think. Yeah, they seem to have, like, signed very intelligently as well, you know, like they've, you know, sort of identified positions, you know, big players, of course, you know, but, uh, but you know, really, like, quite focused, and didn't really, not wholesale changes that have disrupted the team. Right. Yeah. yeah. They've also got players like Hamdallah is already there, and he's just a great player to watch as well. And the, because he, you know sometimes he can wind people up, but he scores goals, and he's a you know fantastic goal scorer. He would score anywhere he in in the world, I think. And uh, to have him, you know, there anyway, and then bringing someone like Benzema, I mean, he shows um, the riches they have an offer, you know, on in the squad, but at the back as well, they're just so organised and you know, play as a unit that it's very impressive. I think the coach they have is, I think, is a perfect coach for. The South League is quite interesting that you know, look back at China when China was spending lots of money, they tried to bring in lots of uh, world famous coaches like Capello and uh, um, Pellegrini, and it didn't work. I think a coach you want coaches you know, something to prove, you know, don't think they're bigger than the project or the club. I think so. Santo, I think Nuno Santos is a perfect manager. I think when he came from Tottenham, maybe at the time people thought he can show what he can do in Saudi Arabia, then go back to the Premier League. But now, looking at what's happening in Saudi Arabia, why would you go back? Because um, he's having a great time. He's got a you know, great team playing the way he wants. Who are winning things? 
Brilliant stuff. Listen, John, it's my favourite part of the podcast at the moment. It's 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 the bit where I get to exude a bit of power. I know, AK, uh, it, I always put him on the spot, but it's time for our guest spot. Um, just who do you think, given the, the fantastic and, and brilliant insight you've given us, who do you fancy for the SPL title? Well, I always think, as well, a kind of winning machine and have this DNA of winning, um, mm. especially when, you know, They've been a bit disappointed last season. Um, so I find it very difficult to bet against them. But I'm going to go, I think, for Itiad, because I think Itiad is a full package at the moment. And if the coach can keep all the players happy and you know, get Higazi back, especially when he's, he's been injured, you know, which is a, a big player for them, I think they are the team to beat. But I think Hilal could go all the way. But if I had to choose, I'd choose Itiad. We'll bring you back later in the in the year, just to, and we'll bring this up. Nothing, <laughs> my friend. How things are going? <laughs> Thanks a lot, know, John. It, it's absolutely fantastic, Ali. It's another. We've got this big guest, uh, you know, for the podcast. Another put ticks in who 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 we've said, but it, it, it's great. To, it's great to get all all our experts' opinions on on what's happening. Uh, a massive thank you to today's guest, our Middle East football expert, uh, the brilliant John Duran. John, thanks so much. My pleasure, anytime. Brilliant stuff there. Uh, AK, listen, looking ahead, what can we expect in the next round of matches? It's just, it's, it's non-stop, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, um, look, the, the leaders that had visit Faiha, I expect them to get the three points, maintain their lead. Uh, Funny side fire, table. though, aren't they, on their day? Yeah, yeah, I mean, look, and it, it is a way for Al-Ittihad, you know, but they, they seem to be... You know, we, we're focusing a lot on, um, on the, sometimes we focus a lot on the Riyadh clubs, obviously with uh, Al Nasser because of Cristiano and what they're doing and Al Hilal are always big news. But, you know, Al Etihad are the champions, you know, and you know, they, they've, you could say, quietly gone about their business in a very, very professional, very, very stable manner uh, and, uh, you know, leading the table. You know, we just spoke about Al Hilal, you know, bit of up and down, all that. Al Etihad uh, have... He really maintained an excellent form throughout. Al Nasser obviously started badly, but have recovered and been playing really well recently. So it's all coming together for for uh, uh, for Al Nasser, I think. Uh, but it had to keep going at the top of the table. Uh, you know, these games could be tough, but you know, I think uh, I think Nuno's got them playing quite well, and I expect the three points in this one. Uh, another big match this week, probably the biggest match of the week, is uh, another uh, Riyadh derby. Uh, Al-Hilal against Shabab. Uh, yeah. As we said, Al-Hilal standards have been a little bit disappointed in the last few matches, while Shabab, after an awful start to the season, have won three in a row uh, the last few matches. So it'll be interesting to see how they perform away to the to the former champions, you know, you know considering, you know, slight drop in form by Al-Hilal and slight improvement by Al-Shabab, you know, it could be an interesting match, you know, like a few weeks ago, I would have, I would have, said Al-Hilal, uh, you know, would win this match easily. Not so sure now. You know, I still expect them to be favourites. Uh, maybe it could be the match that Neymar finally breaks his duck. There's only one game, though, isn't there? Yeah. yeah. I mean, like the big game, Pete, uh, I think the, the most exciting game of the week is Al-Ahli against Ittifaq. You know, it's wow. uh, two really exciting teams. Sixth, uh, Al-Ahli in sixth, Ittifaq in fourth. Mahrez, Riyad Mahrez, Roberto Firmino, Alan Saint Maximan against 
Gerrard, Wijnaldum and Henderson on the other side. It's got a bit of a Premier League flavour, uh, doesn't it, Pete? Oh, absolutely. And and you, when you look at it, it's got goals written all over it. If you look yeah. at you look at you're saying Mares, you're saying Firmino, and you're saying Alan Saint Maximum. I mean, there's goals, but there's also provision in there. You yeah. know, excited talent that will that will put goals on a plate for 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 players. Uh, absolutely, all that. It is tough one to call, but we were saying that, I think, uh, last week or the week before, I can't remember, Pete, but we're saying, you know, you know, there's a case for that being the most exciting front three uh, in the league, you know. I mean, we, I know we've got the top-class forward players in all the big clubs, you know, uh, but uh, this one just could be the most exciting one as a trio. Um, again, you know, maybe a little bit, you know, you know, hints of uh, the, the team that Firmino played in with Liverpool, you know, like got two, like uh, obviously at Liverpool, it was Mane and Salah flying down the wings. And, and now you've got, say, Maximin and um, um, and Riyad Mahrez. So really exciting front three. I think Gerrard's team has been excellent. You know, I think they're solid. Uh, I, you know, we, we know what we expect from uh, Jordan Henderson. And now Wijnaldum uh, has joined as well. You know, th- those two were like at the heart of, you know, the Champions League win for Klopp. And, you know, Wijnaldum's chipping in with a few goals as well. Up front, Moussa Dembele, I haven't mentioned him yet. He's been excellent, yeah. you know, scoring lots of goals. So, yeah, this could be this could be the, the game of the week. I expect it to be the game of the week. Uh, goals as well, I would imagine. Okay, as always, putting you on the spot. Prediction for Halal versus Shabab. Um, yeah, as you were saying earlier, you know, he's not firing on all cylinders, as they say, but, uh, um, and Shabab have recovered to, to win three in a row, but I still think Al-Hilal will have too much for, uh, uh for Shabab. I, I, I'm going to go for Hilal to Shabab one. I'm going to deviate, I'm going to deviate away from whoever the, whoever's doing the producers. I'm going to have a word with them after because they've let you off lightly there. I always like to put you on the spot. And, and that one is, uh, I mean, for, for, for all of us, I think we're, we're safe in saying that we fancy Halal. I'm going to take you back up to sixth versus fourth. Yeah. Uh, Al Akli uh, and Etifak. Go on, give us a score for that. that that's, that's tough. Seven, six. <laughs> As you said, we, we should go for the 4-3, shouldn't we? Uh, yeah. It seems to be the scorer these days. Um, I mean, we'll see Etifak are in fourth. This is a really tough one. You know, I, I'm, not, I'm not gonna, I'm not going to sit on the, uh, on the fence. I mean, it would be easy to say this could be a 2-2, you know, like two mm. high-scoring teams and all that. I'm going to go for Al-Ahli to win. Uh, I, I think, I you know, that as well. I, yeah, I think there'll be goals in it. I'm going to go for Al-Ahli 3, Etifak 1. Yeah, do you know what? You read my mind there. I fancy that. I just think the firepower, although Stevie G's side are, are, are tearing it up and they're looking great, by the way. But when you yeah. come up with what you've got there, I just fancy that the, uh, the the strength and depth in class might just be too much. Um, speaking of too much, that's it for another episode. Uh, absolutely brilliant to, to catch up with Ali Khaled, as always, for another episode of Dowry. Join us again next week uh, from me, Peter Redding, and, of course, him, Ali Khaled. We wish you and your team, whoever it may be, all the very best in this weekend's Saudi Pro League.